Hello and welcome to episode two of The Edge Backstage Pass, our weekly podcast from the Comedy Store's Tuesday night show, The Edge. We'll jump backstage first and jump into the meeting. Now, normally there are seven in the team, but Roger Monkhouse was late, so Luke Tolson didn't speak at all, and most of what Sean Mio says is not broadcastable. We'll hear from John Connor and Alistair Barry in a moment, but first we'll listen in to Rhea Lena and Paul Thorne comparing notes on this week's material. Yeah. Um... That's pretty much me all week. <laughs> Oscars, virus. Actually, David Cameron. Uh, stop it. Wow. Your eyes must be really good. Yeah, because That's I'm a really young. tiny, I'm tiny, young. tiny font. Teeny, tiny. What, what are the bits highlighted in green for? They work better than the bits in purple. Oh, do they? Yeah. Awesome. Colour scheme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound great on the podcast. I'm doing all green bits. All right. So this is our second podcast. Um, these are basic notes. Let's go through it. Well, these are notes for Roger, so that's no good. Um, Your note for Roger. Turn well, up on time. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Uh, uh, will you help Paul organise the blues? Right. The blues run with one ukulele player. Yeah. <laughs> it's called it, ukulele, Paul. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the coming thing. It might happen. Is that actually a thing? Is that going to be a thing? We're going to have ukulele blues. In no blues. way are we dissing Ria's. Well, we'd have Simon on guitar. No, what we're dissing is the ukulele. We're dissing the ukulele. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a Can wannabe you do a instrument. Just on the ukulele. What do you, Ria? You're the, you're the. I can play three chords on the ukulele. That's I'm all the blues are. Oh, we go. And I believe the blues were chosen so that Paul could play them because he only knows three chords. Woo! Oh, well. Fighting talk, Ria, for Paul's. Uh, yeah, he's been skilled. Maestro skilled. The no, ukulele. Like just, I mean, the slammed by a ukulele <laughs> player. <laughs> <laughs> Strings and the truth. <laughs> I'll never speak again. <laughs> Breaking stories from today. Um, PM approves HS2. The super spreader is back in the country. The British. He's the bloke who spread coronavirus without yeah. knowing he had it. So funny. I didn't realise there's anything wrong with me. I just want someone to give me a hug and tell me it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't get it, you dick. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, that should go well when I do that. Yeah, line. yeah, no, well, I look forward to it. it I'll be laughing whatever happens. Sure. Shut up, mate. No one likes you. You won't be able to hear it over the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> and the one story that I think you really like, this happened in France. A man was killed by rottweilers who ate his face after he was knocked off a ladder during uh, um, the Storm Chiera thing. That doesn't even need a punchline. That's that? really funny. In France, a guy he got was knocked up, off uh, a ladder. He got knocked off a ladder by a storm. How do you pronounce it? Chiera. Chiara. Chiara. I thought Kira. it was Chiara. I thought it was Chiara. Is it Chiara? Chiara. Chiara. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. I recorded a whole thing yesterday where I called it Clara throughout, so I've been corrected. Um, I, well, okay, fine. Um, I haven't got any odd stories, but I've got plenty of this. You know, I think Kirk Douglas will come up, won't it? Or are we too old for that? Uh, I don't know. He do. might do, but it was one of those stories that was just a bit further back in the week than people might remember. It should do. Yeah. Philip Sco- I think. Well, I don't know if we want to go to burning issues now, but Philip Schofield will definitely come up. Depressingly. Um, What's happened to Philip Schofield? Show her. Does anyone want to come out? I, I don't mind. I don't mind tackling that as a subject because obviously I've got sensitive material. That <laughs> so I'm very happy if that comes up. I would rather not do it in here because because um, it's funny. <laughs> no, we're talking I'm, about I'm, an issue subject now. Well, well, we can do. Well, I don't mind. I, I, we can get on speaking, to that. I think there's been a couple of times recently where we've. 
I've thought a story is going to come up and it just doesn't come up for the whole evening. So I wouldn't mind it if Oscars came up because... Oh, but it's I think Oscars. News, Oscars, is it? It's just a, yeah, yeah, but Oscars will definitely come up. Yeah, but, but awards we'll give it, give it to him in the second half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, we talk about burning issues. You're a big oh, fan of South Korean film, Sean. We should be talking about the big stuff, you know. Go on then, what's the big stuff? I think Bridges... Well, well, well who's doing Bridges? Is it Paul, Storms, and viruses... <laughs> And that bloke who put his guitar on a hot wash in the washing machine. And it, got small. It, came out, it came out really small. Lost two <laughs> strings. It was a tragedy. <laughs> um, has anyone got any stuff on David Cameron's bodyguard? That's a big story, is it not? It's not a big story. How is it not a big story? It just didn't become a big story. There's a fucking gun in there. Sean, That's a big story. You're just Sean. excited because there's a gun involved. Just because you've got jokes oh, hard on it. Hold on a second. Story, Let me just Sean. talk it down. Yeah. <laughs> just because you've got... I bet you any money it comes up. All right. How much do you want to bet? I'll come back to it. Are they all highlighted in green or purple, Sean? <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> which is, which is the one that works purple? Green. Green. Let's all, all be green, wouldn't we, Sean? Ultra vivid green. Anything else? Oh, and a couple of stories for Sean at the end. Reggae it, would sound good on a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. It's not all bad, is it? Oh, dearie, mate. Well, that's the best meeting I've ever been in. Now over to the stage where Roger and Sean are trying to push the boundaries of PC comedy and Rialina finally plays the ukulele. Second game uh, is uh, called Burning Issues, which will be featuring on our podcast, The Edge Backstage Pass, if you want to follow us on social media afterwards. Uh, this is very much like the, uh, the, the, the BBC show Question Time. Uh, like Question Time, it's mostly dominated by middle-aged white men uh, with uh, various levels of male pattern baldness. Uh, and, uh, and basically, this looks like an advert for the Belgravia Hair Clinic gone horribly wrong, doesn't it? I mean, we've only got we've got diversity on this show in the position of one person who's unfortunately not in this game. So, seeing as it looks like the Bee Gees have really let themselves go, uh, let's just ask. Uh, and also, as, also, we uh, we would like to come to you for questions. So, I'm going to ask the first question, and then Americans, especially you, are the people who invented this format. Let's face it, shouting shit at people who don't know what they're talking about. So. Uh, let's start with the first question. Um, now, how do you feel about the news that Philip Schofield has done a runner? Um, what's, the, what's the runner's name? He's done a runner. We don't. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, I, uh, I don't really care. I'm, it, 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 it seems weird to be 57 and suddenly realise that. I mean, what did he say? I'm gay and I'm proud. They're always gay and proud, aren't they? You never have anyone go, I'm gay and I'm upset. <laughs> I thought it was heterosexual, but I love chucking cock and I'm angry about it. <laughs> is that all right? Is that funny enough for you? I hate all of you. It's the fact that it's a news story when it shouldn't really be a news story, but apparently the main reason it is a news story is because a news uh, publication was about to publish some news about it, which is when Philip found his <coughs> heroism, wasn't it? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, there was, so it, actually, it was a courageous decision to try and desperately fucking save his career. Uh, but, but there you go. I, I try hard not to be homophobic, but quite frankly, with my piles, I think I've got some legitimate reservations about the <laughs> In 
interestingly, you see, at the age of 57, and I was surprised to discover that he was fucking heterosexual with kids. I had no idea about that. But at the age of 57, I don't know what coming out really means, uh, to be honest with you. At that, at that time of life, I think, I think really, you should be ready to just do it with flies and, and, and surrender yourself to a humdrum life of bourgeois respectability. Roger is 57. <laughs> oh, <I am. laughs> and masturbates in an allotment. I... <laughs> With Philip Schofield. <laughs> if Brexit means anything, it's masturbating in my allotment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Why you that went well, Roger. <laughs> I think there was With a bit the less than 51% like that one. <laughs> Why did you clap when he said he masturbates in an allotment? Let's not explore that. Um, presumably weird. she's seen the footage. She's seen his plums. <laughs> excited. Right, well, that's Philip Schofield covered, clearly. Do you have any, uh, any questions? <laughs> Not for the first time. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> with cum. Finish, ah, finish any joke with, with semen and we're laughing. Um, uh, any, any subjects from the floor that anyone would like to address to the panel? Weinstein! Weinstein. Wasn't really a question, that was it, mate? Harvey Weinstein. Like, that was yeah. like you just spotted him at the back of the room. Ah! Like, Weinstein! Put it away! Yeah, there's nothing like asking four middle-aged men about the horrors of Me Too. Off you go, oh, lads. There okay, we go. So here's, here's what I, I, I think I remember. He was due to be at the Oscars for a Lifetime Harassment Award, and uh, <laughs> they've cancelled the biopic of Harvey Weinstein, which was called Sharp and Suck It, because <laughs> they found out the lead was a method actor, and it just... <laughs> Is this all funny for you? Because I'm trying to be really funny. Um, okay. Apparently, Harvey Weinstein was exploiting his power within the industry, whereas I always assumed he was just a bit of a looker. Uh, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> but well, it's traditionally shot. Tra tragic. I, th I think we all know it's tradition. I, you know, that sort of level of exploitation in the Me Too movement has quite correctly drawn a line. Uh, un un uh, you know, ho hopefully this is a thing of the past. It seems difficult to believe that it will because power will always be exploited. It's intrinsic, arguably, to the sexual transaction. People reason. I mean, the, the BBC in the 70s and 60s, it was all about that, wasn't it? It was all <laughs> about it. It's shocking, the revelations. It's not just... They were all trying to fuck us when they telling Jimmy. You. Right. <laughs> a hard dick has got no conscience. That's the thing. People... <laughs> That's what happens, isn't it? People. I mean, think people, about Philip Schofield. Not entirely is. sure all of this is going to make the podcast, lads. I'll be. Um... Well, people reasonably ask whether this is a historical thing or, or, or whether it is an ongoing scandal within show business. Speaking, if I may, on behalf of sleazy middle-aged men in show business, uh, I have to say it seems to be historical. Uh, apart from anything else, so many, so many young girls nowadays are, are, are morbidly obese and/or hideously tattooed. It's very hard to imagine gaining an erection around one. Uh, and, and <laughs> what do you think of uh, Boris Johnson's plan to build a bridge from Scotland to Northern Ireland? Are you looking forward to seeing another Boris Johnson vanity project come to fruition? I think he's always you know, promised more than he can deliver. Apparently, when he was 21, Boris Johnson hosted an orgy in his flat. <laughs> and halfway through, there was a vote of no confidence. <laughs> you guys are really putting up a good fight, and I respect you for that, but I would break <laughs> I mean, I think he had, he had a point, didn't he, when he said... <laughs> you sure that wasn't the Emperor of Japan? It could have been, I look for them. I look forward to the look meeting. For them. At, I, look for them. I look, for, I look, for I look forward to the meeting at the G20. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have been better if I hadn't. Been <laughs> 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 
Uh, at least in the fucking podcast you can edit shit. <laughs> Here you just get stared at. <laughs> Is this shit funny in England? <laughs> oh my god. Where's the bridge going from? I don't the really bridge know is going from going Scotland. Is this a viable economic project? I don't understand what, what the value of it is. It's, it's a, a vanity like project, is what it is. Isn't it? And can you imagine the tramps along the roadside as well? <laughs> the best thing would be if they built a bridge from Scotland to Northern Ireland, which was paid for by the UK, and by the time they'd finished building it, neither Scotland nor Northern Ireland was in the UK anymore. That would be quite fun. That would be quite funny. I don't okay. really think Scotland's going to cede. I'm sorry, but I, that seems implausible to me. I don't, I don't think they fucking realise how generous the Barnet formula is, to be honest with you. I mean, good luck to them, but I think it's preposterous. They've got the biggest per capita structural deficit in the whole of Western Europe, uh, and, and the petrol price is bubbling along the floor. It's a perverse time to start paying for your own methadone. That's the point I'm making there. 18 months, and they'll be clambering over Hadrian's wall like fucking Mexicans in search of warmth and sucker. I don't think most people, I don't think most English people have got a problem with Scottish independence, to be honest. I, mean, I was thinking we'd, we'd probably throw Wales in as a buy one, get one free incentive. That, you know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not personal, is it? It's purely economic. What do you do during times of economic strife? You downsize, don't you? So you look at the country as a whole and you go, oh, those sticky outfits aren't making any money. We'll just chop them fuckers off, you know. We could, we could review it every five years. You know, Scotland could come back if they found more oil, for example. <laughs> If they promise not to fucking deep fry all their food in it this time, you know. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is burning issues. Please give your hands together for the panel. And now it is time for the musical section of the show. Are you ready for a little music? Please go wild and crazy and welcome back to the stage, Rialina. Backstage, but it's all I could fit in the truck. All right, Stu, no one, you said Greta Thunberg earlier, so I actually have a song about climate change, so we'll do a little song about climate change. Here we go. Climate change song. Seriously, nothing? Like, two of you kind of started getting excited, but then everyone just paused and went, Ugh. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stop, but honestly, that's rather impressive. It's a fucking ukulele. Like, come on. Okay, you know what I'm going to... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to do that introduction again, but this time when I get to the end of the slide, you're all going to go batshit crazy, okay? Because them with skills. <laughs> and then I'll sing the climate change song. Can we do that? Yeah. All right, here we go. We're fucked. <laughs> oh good, I'm glad you liked that one. It actually took me a really long time to write. Um, you know, with the rhyme scheme and everything. <laughs> well, that's it for episode two of The Edge Backstage Pass. If you enjoyed that, then please like and review us wherever it is you get your podcasts. This week we featured Roger Monkhouse, Sean Mio, Paul Thorne, Rialina, Alistair Barry and just about Luke Tolson. 
podcast was produced and recorded by me, Simon Mason, in conjunction with the Edge producer, John Connor. We'll see you next time. Thank you.